Hi, I'm Therese Couture, and welcome to the Embodied Black Girl podcast, a podcast about decolonizing our imagination, healing intergenerationally, and birthing revolutionary work and worlds. Hello, 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 beloved. I am so glad that you are here. I am Therese Couture, your host for this podcast. And in case you're here, you're brand new, I am a somatic experiencing practitioner. I'm also a mama. I'm a decolonial leadership mentor. I am a multidisciplinary artist as well as coach. And yeah, and right now I am in the midst of inviting folks into a new offering, or it's actually not new. I have been doing this offering for a number of years and holding intimate containers like this one for a long time, but it's new and back this year and it is called Decolonial Leadership. So I wanted to do an episode all about the message that I received this summer of the theme of the year. And we're going to do this episode workshop style. I originally sent this out as a post and I really wanted to expand on this particular topic. So Later on, I'm going to invite you to pull out your notes app, your journal, so you might want to have that nearby. To give you a little bit of backstory, every year for years now, I have literally lost count. A theme of the year emerges um, for myself and for the collective. And this typically arises in a dream or in a meditation or in some kind of liminal space between November and January, mid, even late January, but I don't really remember it coming after mid-January. But this year was completely different. Nothing, and I say nothing arose besides it will be revealed. I was like, really? What? It will be revealed? So I just let it go, um, which is why this summer I was really surprised and actually delighted on a beautiful summer's day when the theme for this year emerged and I received the message, this is the year of going all in. And I was like, what? (laughs) Hearing those words, it was really affirming because it's what I had already been experiencing. And also it's what I had been witnessing within our community spaces as well. However, the other thing that I've noticed is that Many folks in our community, it was easy for them to go all in on other people or even objects or teams. So 
that we adore, right? So whether it's our kids, our partners, our favorite team, our friends, our home decor, Queen Bay, who had the Renaissance concert, is about to finish off the Renaissance concert, and I've seen all the beautiful pictures and the inspiration that arose from that. However, coming back to this, For so many of us, when it comes to ourselves, we hold back, right? We don't go all in the same way that we go all in for Beyonce's beautiful, perfect, as many people have said, um, concert, right? We don't go all in the same way we go all in for our kids when they share their dreams with us. We don't go all in when we the same way that when we support our partner who maybe is trying a new endeavor for ourselves, a lot of times we hold back. And I get it because this is something that I used to do. And I really understand that it's edgy. It may even feel dangerous to go all in on ourselves as especially when it comes to sharing our soul's work in the world. Because the act of going all in, it requires radical vulnerability. It also means that we have to expose ourselves possibly to failure, to heartbreak, to disappointment. However, the thing that we have to remember is that Going all in on ourselves also opens us up to opportunity to experience love, care, success, abundance, and blessings. And for many of us, what happens is that our past traumas constantly orient us towards what's going to go wrong, aka the worst case scenario, while Our liberation invites us to calibrate our hearts, our nervous systems to how we can receive more joy, more pleasure, more ease, more abundance. So for me, going all in this year has looked like curating not one, (laughs) but two amazing, beautiful gatherings, Um, Global Healing Festival that was this past June, and also Diaspora Day, which was literally only a couple of weeks ago. Um, It's also meant making space to write my book. Yes, that is happening. Um, It's also meant hiring the support that I need, getting the support that I need, Um, It's meant the summer taking family swim lessons, which were, which was so healing and so amazing. It's meant reclaiming my sensuality. It's meant letting go of relationships. It's also meant deepening in my ancestral work. And you know what? In the process of going all in, a really important message emerged. And the message was the act, not not the outcome, 
of going all in on ourselves is the win, right? So I'll repeat that. The act, not the outcome of going all in on ourselves is winning. (laughs) If you need to pause, rewind, go ahead, do that and come back. But really allow that to land, that it is the act of going all in on ourselves, not the outcome, what we think we want to happen. That is what winning is. So now we're going to move into the workshop-like component of this episode. So either pull out your notes app or pull out a journal and something to write with and let us dive in. So the first inquiry are two questions, and I invite you to choose one of those questions. You're welcome to choose both, but you only have to choose one. And the questions are, how am I being called to go all in in my soul's work this year? How am I being called to go all in in my soul's work this year? And the second question is, in what ways am I holding back from going all in in my soul's work this year? In what ways am I holding back from going all in in my soul's work this year? So you're welcome to choose either one of those questions or both of those questions. And I really just invite you to just make a list. Don't even try to write sentences that make sense or anything like that. Just make a list of all the ways you're either holding yourself back or all the ways you're being called to go all in or both. So that's your first, the first part. The second part is to start to recognize that your soul's work is actually part of a larger ecosystem. Just in the same way that we, you and I, everyone who's listening, is part of a larger ecosystem. The tree outside your window is part of a larger ecosystem. And recognizing that our work is embedded into this larger ecosystem. And when we really see, start to see that our work and we are part of this ecosystem, what I found is that it takes the pressure off of perfection, it needing to be a certain way, it takes a lot of pressure off. But it also orients us towards what it is that we are here to do, right? What is the medicine that we are here to do? The other thing that it does is that when we recognize that we are part of this larger ecosystem, we start to see the interdependence that we have 
on other people, on trees, on nature, on larger systems. It's all connected. And so it allows us to recognize that we need support, right? So our soul's work, what it is that we are here to bring forth, to birth, needs to be supported as well. So the next part in this is to make a list of all of the ways that you need support in your soul's work. So again, you don't want to really think about it. I just invite you to just make a list of all the ways that you can think of that you need support in your soul's work. I mean, it could be something like, I want to have a morning routine. I want to create a marketing plan. I want to build a website. All of the things that you think that you need support with in your soul's work and just making a list. Once you're done making that list, I invite you to go back and next to the things that you can do. So for example, let's say you have all the skills that and you know how to do it. Put a little star next to it. So just put a little asterisk, a star right next to the things that you know that you can do and the things that you feel or you sense that you could use an external support around circle those things so circle those things maybe you're like i don't know left or right in building a website so that would be something that you would circle on your list or oh i actually know how to do a marketing plan That would be what you would put an asterisk next to. And then next to each item of your on your list, I want you to just take a moment and look, read that over. So read each item one at a time and ask yourself, is there something, an obstacle, a challenge that could stand in the way of this happening. So is there an obstacle or a challenge that could stand in the way of this happening? So for example, if I put an asterisk next to, let's go to like, I know how to create a marketing plan and that's something you know how to do. However, Could there be something that stands in your way of creating the marketing plan? And maybe the answer is no. And if it's no, move on to the next. But if it's yes, what could that something be? Right? What could that something be? Maybe it's time. Maybe that thing is um, procrastination. Maybe it's perfectionism. What could possibly stand in the way of this happening? So making a list next to each item. Is there something that could stand in the way of this actually being complete or this happening? Yes. And what could it be? And writing that next to it. 
So if you're wondering, well, why are we doing this? It's really because sometimes our mind, we have an idea of the support that we need. So we might say, I know that I need a website. I know that I need a marketing plan. Oh, I don't know how to do the website. I do know how to do the marketing plan. And we kind of leave it at that. But that is just the surface level. When we peel back the layers, what we can find are the reasons why we stand in our own way or certain obstacles are in the way that prevent us from creating or doing the thing that we say that we want. So for example, if I know how to do a marketing plan and I peel back the layers around what could possibly stand in the way and I'm thinking, oh, it's time. I actually have packed days and by the time I'm you know, home, I have to, if you have kids, I got to put the kids, make dinner, put the kids to bed, you know, do all of those things. And by the time the night is over, I'm actually exhausted and I don't have any energy to create the marketing plan. So while we're like, yeah, I can do the marketing plan, we realize there's actually different layers of support that we may need in order to create it. Same thing, you might say, oh, I need a website. Easy enough, could hire a designer, right? And for some folks, that is enough. Check off the list, hire designer, done and done. However, if you recognize maybe you have, what is the word, tenderness around visibility and being seen, it might feel really edgy to get a website, to put a website out there and to be visible in that way. So in making the list of like, what what is really happening underneath? What, what is standing in the way? We're recognizing what are the supports that we actually need. Because if if I am going to create a website and that's what I wanna do and I'm gonna hire a designer, I'm going to do it myself, but then I realize, oh, I actually don't want to be seen. Somewhere in my nervous system, it feels like it's dangerous for me to be seen. The support that I actually need is around being seen and being held in that way. So let's move to the final part of this, which is, I was thinking about just the idea of going all in and what that means. And I feel sometimes, or I've heard in the past, that even the idea of going all in, it could feel like this huge gamble, or it feels like something that is risky and i'm not going to say oh there's no risk involved i mean there's risk in everything waking up in the morning leaving your house (laughs) publishing something there's always a risk um and through risks that's also how we get rewards however 
I think it's important to note that in dominant culture, that going all in can have certain connotations. However, I'm wondering if we can go all in in a way that is regenerative, if we can go all in in a way that's not extractive, in a way that's not tied to grind culture. Can you go all in in a way that centers pleasure and play and well-being, in a way that centers your highest self, that centers a spirit, your ancestors, God, and the divine that is in all things? Can you go all in in a way that doesn't mean exhaustion or exploitation of yourself or anyone else? Can you go all in in a way that centers your well-being? And I invite you for this part to write down one, two, maybe three ideas of how you can go all in in a way that is regenerative, in a way that is uplifting, in a way that is for the highest good and unfoldment of all. And once you have done that, I want you to just take a moment with that in mind and in heart to see is there a word, is there an image, is there a color or a sensation that arises as you are with going all in with your soul's work in regards to your soul's work in a way that is regenerative, what arises for you? What emotions, what thoughts, maybe a word, maybe an image arises. And does it feel good? If not, that's okay too. But just to start to recognize what is happening in your body as you are with this piece. Thank you so much for exploring with me today. I hope that you found one, maybe two things that were of value. And I want to invite you, if you are interested in going deeper together, in possibly doing this work together, I want you, I want to invite you to explore my container, Decolonial Leadership. It's an intimate container for five months. We start in October through March. And the work that we're going to be doing together is all around alchemizing your ancestral gifts and galvanizing your deepest work. So this is for folks who are cultural midwives. And what I mean by that are folks who are 
part of this wave of change of birthing a new culture. These are for med this is for medicine keepers, for pleasure activists, for healer artists, for vision visionary coaches and creators. And we're going to be doing the work of seeding our deep soul vision, pulling the weeds that prevent their flourishing, and also tending to the garden of our dreams so that we can celebrate the blossoming, the blooming of our medicine, the medicine that we're here to share, the medicine we're also here to receive. So it's going to be incredibly beautiful. We start October 10th, so just a little bit, a week, about a week from the time I'm recording this. And what's really special and what I love about this container is that we do both the internal and external work in allowing our soul's work to bloom. And there is so much interdependence and support. The women who have been a part of this and the women who are a part of this are absolutely incredible. And I'm so honored to hold this space. And it is in a way that we are in deep communion, relationality with spirit, our ancestors, and the sacred guardians of our work, our offerings, our creations, and our medicine. So this is a container where it's not, <laughs> it's, it's really deep work, but it's a lot of fun. We center pleasure and ease and joy and abundance and releasing martyrdom. Um, so many folks who are doing amazing work are not being supported by that work in the way that they should. So if that's you, we do that work around releasing martyrdom. So it includes many things, including one-on-one -on -one, um, time with me, as well as our bi-weekly councils or twice-monthly councils, I should say, um, where you will have an opportunity during one of those councils to receive deeper support. So it's five months. We're starting next week. We're going through March, the um, the spring equinox, and we're going to end with a beautiful virtual retreat. And if, in case you're wondering, all the aspects of this particular program are happening online, so you don't need to travel. Um, but even though it's not happening in person, it is just as beautiful. It is so beautiful. It is so deep. And if you want to explore more, all of the details can be found on decoloniallleadership.com. I will also put that link in the show notes so that you can have that handy. And if you have any questions, you can send an email to hello at embodiedblackgirl.com. Um, there's also an opportunity to schedule a one-on-one -on -one with me if you have any questions before applying um, or just want to connect to ensure resonance. 
you can also schedule a one-on-one with me as well. And all those details are found on decolonialleadership.com. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed creating it for you. And I hope that your soul work, whatever that is in the world, blooms and blossoms and touches all of those that it is meant to touch. Sending you so much love. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. Thank you for listening, beloved. I want to personally invite you to join our free podcast community over at embodiedblackgirlpodcast.com. And when you do, you'll receive a beautiful bonus, which includes one of my favorite practices all around boundaries. And if you loved this episode, it would mean so much to us if you shared it and left a review. It helps folks to find us and lets us know what's resonating with you. And of course, be sure to subscribe. Thank you to Beautiful Chorus for our gorgeous theme song. And thank you for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Queen.